Welcome to Beholder's Eye Season 3. I'm Alex. I'll be your host and Dungeon Master. Evil has come to the Great Isle. Amidst a civil war, a holy war, and a threat of imperial invasion, only one group can bring this all to an end. One way or another. They are the Chaos Quartet. Zalara of Sin Ilnor. Blessed of Shamhara, world-protecting, elven druid monk. Garen Kelso, dimension-hopping vagabond, high elf bladesinger. Cal Thornbreach, also known as Wicca, satyr bard of eloquence. Mol Urzog, cleric of Saint Allegius. All right, who wants to let us know what happened last episode? I can do it. Last time we uh, got to talking to Belinda, the goblin wife of the person who has essentially trapped us all in this tower because he let us in without any way to let us out. Um, and she's just bored. She's been here forever. She doesn't like it. So we're here to entertain her, uh, I guess. So she asked us to go and fetch her pseudo dragon that she had at one point talked to the tower and had it create a challenge for her, which is supposed to be a game of tag. Uh, keep away where uh, this giant basilisk dragon had taken uh, her pseudo dragon and they have to uh, go back and forth in trying to whomever has the pseudo dragon it's their turn to go and hide it I guess um, and we are currently in the quarry in which the pseudo dragon is living or sorry the basilisk dragon is living with the pseudo dragon and we are attempting to sneak up and Zalara at the very end just very narrowly avoided being turned to stone because inspiration is a thing that's right it is a thing <laughs> and for remembering that we had inspiration last game laura you get an inspiration point wait is that a joke or no you you get it because why not i remembered um so <laughs> okay here's the dm that's right <laughs> It's okay. You forget it's on your sheet as often as he forgets the thing entirely. So that's why I don't mind. I think the la I think I gave that to you guys when you were in that like demonic place in Durnholm where you first unearthed the uh, Marat Hall. So I mean, probably. I don't think it, it, it was more recent than that. Like every was time it? I got inspiration, that was the first time I got it. But I oh, used it immediately because gotcha. I almost failed my next very next roll, <laughs> and that's what's happened every time except for this. So anyway. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, let's let's um, do it. All right. So everyone, go ahead and let's let's bust out the just for sake of expediency. Let's go ahead and roll initiative, please. Six. Both. Five. Crit fail. Okay. So with an eighteen to begin, we've got Zalara of Sin El Nur. Um, so yeah, go ahead, Zalara. You're out there. You just about got turned to stone. You dodged out of the way. Got behind another tall statue. This time it looks like a, a tall orcish warrior, all decked out in some kind of armor that is alien to you. It's very foreign. Um, it does have the stink of antiquity on it, or the the look of antiquity. I guess not the stink. It's stone, um, but it has the look of antiquity to it. And uh, yeah, that's it. That's where you're you're at. That's where you basically ended your turn so what are you doing could i tell from my near miss it was that the dragon was awake and i was looking at its eyes or was that just like a function of the scales or something Ooh, go ahead give me give me, give me. 
little, um, let's say perception roll. We're going to retcon in the perception look there, but to see if you understood what you saw. 15. 15. Oh, yeah. You do think that those were the eyes of the dragon. Um, and with the 15, I'll tell you, it looked like, um, it, it looked like the dragon wasn't necessarily like looking for you. It was almost like it just noticed you in that moment. Maybe it was staring off. Maybe it was asleep, but this wasn't like a, a highly, his defenses weren't up. It just happened to see you. Okay. So you don't, you don't get the predator vibe from it, if that makes sense. <laughs> Right. So I don't have like, okay. If I were to attempt to walk up to it without looking, would that be like, if I'm just walking, like I just want to try to walk that direction and talk to the dragon. Mm-hmm. Is that something I'd have to do at like, I don't know, disadvantage if I have my eyes closed? Um, I mean, you can walk in the general direction. Um, what we'll do is go ahead and why don't you roll me, um, what would be like situation? situational awareness. Go, go ahead and, and give me a, this is just for fun more than anything, but go ahead and give me a perception roll with this before okay. you close your eyes. The idea is you're, you're kind of mapping it out in your mind. So, and that'll determine okay. how well you walk, walk. So go ahead and give me a perception roll real quick. It's a 16 for perception. Oh, okay. So uh, looking at all of this, you feel like, um, yeah, you know, so far you, you think you've got this pretty well. You're going to be able to do this blind. It's not that big of a deal. You, you know, you were trained as a monk after all. So I was going to say, I could spend a key point if you want me to use like my key empowered something to make this be a thing but either way you want to do it you you, you're pretty sure you can walk over there without running into something um okay i'll try and then when i stub my toe i'll i'll empower my key or whatever (laughs) monk bullshit i can pull okay so (laughs) so that's good i'm just going to spend my turn like making my way over there i'm not gonna like okay go into walking over there closed closed eyes okay uh wicker what you doing that is a really good question i'm not sure what to do would, would we have noticed that it looked like um Zalara died uh, yeah there's no from the angle you guys are at you got there's no way you could have seen it even with your keen wicker eyes Zalara's like a hundred feet away um yeah she is from you or she yes she got she got a hundred feet away 80. you got 80 and that's whenever the only at, the at 80 feet when the basilisk noticed you and you guys locked eyes but yeah. you still went the rest of the way because you made, made your turn oh right is there but, a yeah, way she, I could stealth somewhere distance within 60 feet of Zalara go ahead and give me yeah go ahead I mean you there's definitely a way for you to try you can slide down there and and, and make it over there um, within 60 feet of her though what is your movement speed 35 um yeah you could definitely do it then. yep so it says stealth roll yeah yep stealth roll please all right 27 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're fine. Uh, you sneak in, no problem at all. I find a nice little position where I can shield myself from the basilisk, and I shout out to Zalara that she she's got this and have confidence in herself and her world demon. <laughs> I love that so much. All right, so you shout that out. And as you do, you see that the statue that Zalara was standing in front of, or standing behind before, but has now moved blindly in front of, starts to move. And let's see. It makes its way toward the sound that made it wake up, which is wicker. Um, so you said you were within 60 feet of her. The yes. the statue turns, you can, with every step, you can feel the ground shake below its its stone feet and it makes its way toward wicker very swiftly. And that's it for its turn. Okay, well, I've still got my action. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, because there's a bonus action. Um, is that thing just coming to life or is... It'll just be coming to life. Right after you talk, that's, that's with the trigger. So that's the reaction as it starts to come to life.
life then. Everything okay. else doesn't happen yet because I thought it doesn't I didn't run ask at me swiftly. Your turn just and I yet. just assumed. Yeah, it does. It's not towards you yet. I just, yet. I just have an intuition that it's probably gonna come towards me. <laughs> yep, okay. he is some kind of divine prescience, as if the creator told you. Mm, I don't like that. What can I do to stop it? I open the attack. Okay, I guess I'll just end my turn and hope it doesn't punch me in the face. <laughs> I was just looking okay. through myself without being openly hostile, possibly making things worse. I haven't really got many options. So now it walks over to you very heavy and everything else I said, and it stops right in front of you because that's the maximum movement it has. All right, you, um, now it is Petra's turn. And Petra says, why are you here, creature? To you, Zalara. You can speak in free action. I have come to fulfill Belinda's request. Belinda. Is she interested again? Are we playing? Of sorts. Um, she uh, wants her pseudo-dragon back, but seems to dislike the game. Oh, well. But we are attempting to leave this place. Perhaps we could take you with us. You could do that? We could certainly try. All right. Now you are in the inspiration point. That That's really good. <laughs> um, if you could take me with you, I'm not sure what would happen, though. I've never known a world other than this. It'd be exciting to find out, wouldn't it? So, um, Petra walks out of the, his tunnel, kind of pulls himself out. Go ahead, uh, Margraine, uh, every, everyone else, give me a perception roll. I'm, I'm going to see if you could hear that conversation or not. It's, it's not. going to be a 14 for, um, 14. I was going to say a, a 14 for Garen and, um, uh, Margraine and a well, I was going to say a 10 for Cal, but... Cool, so, so yeah, five. Cal can't fail. All right, so Cal heard the whole conversation, and so did Garen. Margraine, it looks like your one-time bay is about to be eaten by a dragon. Um, so, all right, and that's the end of Petra's turn. Margraine, it's your turn, and it looks like you're... It looks like Zalara is about to be about eaten. Mm -hmm. Um. Okay. So action. I'm going to cast sanctuary on myself. Yes. Uh, bonus action. Cast sanctuary on myself, and then use my action to uh run up and go. Hey, no, we're here to be friends. <laughs> Garen face palms. <laughs> Taking notes, great bit of story. I'm still standing there, eyes closed, and I will uh, free action to Margraine. Keep your eyes closed. <laughs> yeah, um, as you run up, Margraine, that, that's that's a very good point. Go ahead and give me a um, DC 15 con save. 17. Hey, nice. first nice. con save he's ever passed. First <laughs> try. Um, good yeah. job, Margraine. So <laughs> you feel your skins. You catch the eyes of. Uh, of uh, Petra there and start to feel your skin tighten and then you're able to call on the power of Saint Eligius, I guess, and fight it off. I guess that's up to you how you fight it off, but you do. You can add your flavor. That sounds about right. Okay, cool. <laughs> Great improv. <laughs> on both of our parts where I just told him exactly how to feel and, and then yes like, and. Nope. Uh, <laughs> how'd you know? invigorated by that feeling of saint allegis coursing through my veins um yeah i, I i'll go we're here to we're here to, to be friends Aaron, what uh, are you doing um because it's really cool because i just read it um i'm going to cast auto luke's resilient sphere on myself because nothing can pass through it including energy or spell or special effects um, and then I'm going to roll forward in my hamster ball. Yes. All right, so we see <laughs> this hamster doll bounce down into 
the the great uh, the statuary garden here and i imagine that because of its size and the way it's working it's like something of a pinball machine as you're running through it <laughs> Like sometimes you're stopped, but then you keep running and you, you like roll your way around it and you bounce off one area and you make your way forward. <laughs> yeah. And just scrambling at it until it gives and then dips over the stone and ah, oh, there we go. Then a couple of times like you get like it you get stuck and then as the momentum kicks in, you kinda like woof around, like you're no longer in control. <laughs> <laughs> oh my beer. <laughs> <laughs> um all right. Uh Zalara, it's your turn again. <laughs> What about Wicker? Oh, wait, what? he inspired me. That's right. Never mind. Here he went. Yeah, he went. You're fine. Um, Where is Wicker? <sighs> about to get oh, jacked a... by a statue. No, I meant he's the, the faceless, nameless one on the turn order. So. Yeah. Yeah, because nobody truly knows who Wicker is. <laughs> Wicker is Legion. Um, We've only met one side of it so far. I felt the movement, but I didn't see it. Um, and I don't do know where Wicker clatter, is. As it sounds like something magically in plastic is smashing into stone behind <laughs> you, so... <laughs> okay, so first I'm gonna turn around away from the dragon and open my eyes and see what the fuck that clatter is. You see Margraine standing near you being like, we're friends, and then behind him it's like, bah, bah, bah. and at the same time that orchestra statue was like up on Wicker. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> um, but first, uh, can you stop the statue, Pietra? My name's Alara, by the way. All right, I will stop the statue. He holds up his hand. I guess we can in turn order. Fine. <laughs> in initiative. <laughs> Sorry to wreck your battle again. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. Eh? <laughs> yeah. Right, Alex, I'll, I'll do a bit. I'll do a little bit of fun. I'll cast Mage Hand and start just dragging Garner's ball around in random <laughs> directions. <laughs> okay. Oh, Zelara, you're you're okay. Yeah. Um. So Pietra, you seems bored, and I asked him to leave with us. Did you not think of the consequences of that? What consequences? <laughs> I mean, unless Pietra, almighty basilisk dragon, can you control your ability to turn things to stone? Or is it just like always on? No, I have no control over what I am. Hmm. That is sad. I mean, we it, could definitely try to take you out, but we would have to find a safe space for you where you could not just randomly kill everything in your path. Or maybe we, we can make him some special glasses. I've seen somebody with spectacles before. So if I, I'm just throwing it out there because, you know, I'm a little bit of a craftsman myself, you know, uh, if that sphere in front of you, Garen, can make you be able to look at Pietra without turning into stone, then couldn't something similar in front of Pietra's eyes make them? not turn other things into stone that is a very good idea um i suppose it's possible yeah that's, and, that's and they can have all the friends to, they want it's not necessarily you can be able to do quickly i imagine yeah my, but my, my grandfather did teach me a trick and maybe i could change them the big dragon if it's willing into something less lethal until we find somewhere safe for it to stay and get glasses um just off the, you're talking about polymorph right yeah doesn't that only last like a couple hours it lasts an hour but that that something we can repeatedly do into it somewhere safer rather than just taking a dragon that looks at all the people in the room and turns them all to stone how, how long does resilience feel like one minute oh, oh. yeah i'm almost done okay. <laughs> never mind I'll, i'm gonna roll over to uh Margarine, <laughs> he, i know he's got that that magic aura about him <laughs> All right, I'm gonna. I love that idea, so I'm gonna give an inspiration point to Margraine. Good. The glasses. 
I'm going to give an inspiration point to, to Garen for the ball. So, come on. We, we need one more from uh, Wicker. T turn the dragon into something else so we can move it around safely, not inspirational. Oh, it's inspiration worthy. Absolutely. Yes. Sweet. Alex so has made his quota for the year. Name of the episode we remembered this time. <laughs> the next two years, at least. <laughs> oh. All right. You guys can use that after all these characters are dead and we're in the next campaign. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Um, if the dragon's willing, I'll turn it into a squirrel. That could be useful for getting him out the door as well. But let us... I would like to know more about your existence here. You said you did not have any knowledge of anything prior to being here. No, this is what I was created for. Hmm. Were you created with that awareness? I've always had the drive to play the game. Hmm. Overwhelming everything else. Here is my concern. You were created here for a very specific purpose. If we attempt to take you out, you could not exist at all which would be better or worse is that much different than being here alone everyone who wants to come to me enemy or friend most become a mm. statue in my garden the one thing i was created for is of no use to the person it was created for and um, i'm very alone to not exist might be preferable hmm. that is very sad but you have friends here now and luckily for us we have not been turned to stone are you friends well, we are not enemies i'll mm. definitely be your friend mm. okay. and I, I know some people who find a lot of value in stone so maybe maybe if we do get you out of here we can we can go there you know back to back to where i come from um we have like great craftsmen who make things out of stone and stuff so having somebody who can create stone out of different things is super super useful give me a persuasion role with that um Sure, we can do that one. Uh, 26. I've never had friends before. This sounds wonderful. Before we go, there's something I've always wanted to do. And because gamesmanship is in my blood. And he reaches into his, his tunnel and you hear some <laughs> jostling. And he pulls out a board of checkers and he sets it down. And he's like, I've always wanted to play this. <laughs> Can somebody play this with me, please? Oh, absolutely. It looks fascinating. I don't know how it works. We could all play with you. Really? So create a, a, a round-robin tournament. Okay. So I get to play with... Yes, that sounds good. Okay, Garen, you're going to have to explain the rules to this game because I've never played this game either. Ah, and okay. I don't Go think ahead. we need to roleplay all that out if you're going to do this. <laughs> um, I don't think so. I just, if, if you were going to say you didn't know the rules as well, Gary, you're just willing to. I was just going to say, I have no, I know rules. Make up some rules <laughs> that are completely convoluted and always buy a Swordsby winning. <laughs> the, um, either way, you, which way are you doing it? Are you going to play checkers for I'm real or are you going to yeah, make it up? I was going to play it for okay. real, but I'm going to try to, um, as I play him, make it seem like it's a challenge, but then I'm going to flub it at the end to allow him to win. Right. You you allow him to win and... Um, oh, you're very good. I thought I was a master checker player and this is your first time. Oh, he claps his hands, his big clawed hands with the clanks of his talons hitting together. And he says... I almost had you at the end, but you are very sneaky. You, this is a delight. And where you come from, people play this? Oh, quite a bit, yes. Um, we had not a lot to do on the road while we traveled and go from town to town. So we had to come up with other games. And this one came came out one day and we're like, oh, this sounds fun. And played quite a bit of checkers. Usually, if you flip the board, there's another set, black and white, and another game called chess. But I don't think you have the pieces for that. Oh, I must find this game. If it is like this, what a delight for the mind. 
Indeed. So, well, I lost. Who's up next? <laughs> yeah, I'll play checkers. That sounds good. Let's let's do it. Let's play some checkers. Um, yeah, I, I, and Margraine's gonna approach it like um, like trying to do it well. You know, real real try hard, trying to try to understand the rules of this game, and you know, tactically, because obviously he's a paladin, and you know, they should be good at that. You know, this is a mental game, and he's probably utter garbage at it because um, he's not very good at tactics. Hello, talk to you. <laughs> Have you heard about me? Hello, I would like to be your friend. Thank you. That's that's <laughs> tactics to Margaret. So no, doesn't right. work so well with little pieces of wood or whatever these are. He, um, um, uh, you all play. The the two of you play, and it, it's Garen um, watching them. It's it's like two. It's almost frustrating, probably watching it because there are two <laughs> um, people who don't know what they're doing, um, trying to do it, and, and you want to keep speaking up. You know. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, it's like, uh, no, yep, that's that's very good, very good. So after all the gameplay is done, he says, well, "That was a delight. I, I guess I can consider you friends now." So yes, let's see this outside world. I'm very excited. Actually, you know what? I'm sorry. Is the pseudo dragon Calypso here? I forgot about her or him or whatever it is. Yes. He turns around and picks up the dragon. Is it alive? Down. No, it's stoned. It's stone. Oh, yeah, it's oh, stone. Poor baby. Not stoned, but it's. <laughs> well, I could have been prior to being <laughs> stoned. Dragon stone. Both. Yeah, Both yeah. I mean, you don't know. Maybe they have the same effect the whole time they're in there. It took like a huge hit right as she got turned to stone, and <laughs> she's just been like baked for like thirty years now. <laughs> Is the pseudo dragon heavy? Something we can Yes, the pseudo carry. dragon is heavy. The pseudo dragon is probably about fifty pounds, and it is about the size of a cat, slightly a, a big kind of big-bellied cat, um, big old Maine Coon. Um, well, I guess I have to. Well, I probably lost my sphere at some point. Um, so I'll create a tensor's floating disc, and we'll set the statue dragon on top of it, and so we can just kind of roll it on out, push it on out. All right, you guys make your way back with your new friend. Um, as you're heading oh, back, we, you turn it back. Do we polymorph him yet? Do we need to yet? Because we can try and save the spell slots from we actually need to turn him. We're all looking the other way and he's not actually trying to turn us to stone. That's true. Dude, th and we didn't really like, come across anybody else, right? Okay. No. Nope. So we're not worried about... Before we get back to... Um, what's her name, though? I probably... I turned him into a squirrel, like I said. Okay. So you make your way back and try and polymorph him into a squirrel. And um, yeah, he climbs all over. He's got a good... Uh, he seems to be sort of bonded to Garen more um, at this stage. So he's crawling all over Garen. You Imagine Cena, Cena, and the squirrel are like playing with each other around his hood, and yeah, it's, it's very Disney esque. It's very cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You're a Disney through princess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you make your way princess. through this land, and it becomes more and more four K Ultra HD again. <laughs> and um, there you see this time on uh, a palaquin that's on top of two tiers of goblins so it's like you've got a, a goblin under level of people carrying a palaquin now on top of that palaquin there's another level of goblins holding her and she's sitting on top so it's like a, a, a pyraquin and um, she makes her way <laughs> she makes her way over to you and says oh yes I see that you have found it um, I didn't really expect that to happen. Okay, I guess I shall help. Um, let me know when Camilla's ready, and, um, I will come out, and I will talk to Kulam, and I will open the door. Thank you very much. 
I do not suppose you have any advice on how to talk to Camilla. Mm, I know she's been torturing herself for years, so... Over the loss of Theodred? Yes. Whatever his name was? Yes. Theodorn? Theodorn. Theodorn, yes. That's right. Well... Yes, yes, Quillam was such an idiot, he named our son after his son, after a fortress, so... Theodorn was born in Quallamdorn. Oh, well, well, some things sound pretty similar to names that they, um of the places they're in, you know? I once know somebody who told a story about a place that sounds exactly like the place that they were in, so... Hmm. Yes. That was a story as well. <laughs> Indeed. I... Um... Where is this... Uh, we haven't I'm heard of Theodorn or Quilador? Quildorm? Qualum? Qualum? Whatever. It, well, his the guy's name is Qualum. Yeah, but the places that she was talking about. No. Right? Okay. All right. Well, bye-bye. 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 Bye bye. <laughs> I'm getting like strong, like I need to go fetch you a cappuccino right now vibes. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yes. Did, so. did we come through a door? I mean, like, I know we came through the door, but is there like actually a door there? Yeah. As she flicks her hand at you and says bye bye, you see the door start to appear with each, you know, dismissal flip of her fingers. Bye bye. Bye bye. It starts to appear. Yes. I will see you soon and then never again. Yes. Bye bye. Indeed. Well, are you ready for your new life? Whatever your name is. <laughs> Pietra. Pietra. Are you excited? You can't talk, right? Poly, it's not. I don't with polymorph. So. Yeah. I don't talk. That's what he says. For intensive purposes, he is a squirrel. Okay. Titter, titter, titter. Yeah. Speak, speak, speak. Yeah. yeah. He's sitting on your, your arm. He has an acorn in his hand, and then he just stops and stares at you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and I'll walk through the door. Is he still there? And he's still there. <gasps> Ooh, we have a lot to worry about right now. Um, <laughs> well, we haven't left the tower yet. We'll see how that goes. I, I but don't what, know how we many can't leave can... the tower. I was planning on like getting him out of this dimension and leaving him in our safe space. But what we, if we can't even do that? We could test that with um, that safe space my granddad taught me how to do that we stayed at before. Ooh, yes. Little, little pocket area. And um, I'm also worried, obviously, I. I can only do my granddad's tricks so many times a day. So like turning him big to small is challenging due to many times. Just like at the time reference or we have to try and find somewhere safe for him. We could we can try and make him some glasses. Do you have any <laughs> idea of how to do that? Or the resources. Uh, or the um, yes. <laughs> or the facilities um, to make them. Well all the muckety mucks are up here in this tower, yes. Maybe there's some wizards or clerics or somebody of know how to do it. Of course there's probably no resources sources here either i do have fabricate so i can turn a raw material into a thing so like okay so maybe maybe we need a little bit of testing M maybe because would regular glass work because it's like a regular like it's a thing in between you know what would that can the can magic go through glass can that magic go through glass that would be a thing we could it, learn it depends on the wording of that ability i was thinking that it'd have to be like anti-magic glasses which i imagine would be like quite a high level magic item yeah it can't just be glasses I mean, unless it's completely because it's it's when your eyes lock their eyes. That's what ha when it happens. So when you see them and their eyes can see you. Um, so sunglasses. If we made some sunglasses, perhaps. Let me double check on the wording. Make sure sunglasses would work. Yeah, we could make like mirrored shades, right? He can see out of them, but you can't see into them, so you can never actually see his eyes. They say uh, it, it's too if they can see each other, but I've always taken that to be 
I'm going to do a little interpretation here. I've always taken that to be the eyes specifically. Um, it's not like just the basketballist skin or whatever. I mean, they got glowing okay. eyes in the D&D &D picture, so that's, that's got to be it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> cool. So what I will do then is um, I am going to make some mirrored sunglasses by um, uh, part of... It's definitely a thing I have because of... Uh, it's a component for one of my spells, uh, a small mirror. I'm going to use that small mirror. I'm going to cast the spell Fabricate on it. Um, use my only spell of that level um, to turn it into an item of the same material. So I'm going to literally turn a mirror into glasses um, the size of uh, uh, of him, basically. <laughs> so we're going to be carrying around these new lenses while, while he's not a dragon, right? Yet. <laughs> yep, right, I can, can drop this spell at any point. We need to put one in. Yeah, we don't it, want to do it here, necessarily. Um, it can be any item that can stairwell. be contained within a 10-foot cube. So I can make up to 10-foot cubic glasses. I think that should fit him. If not, we so. can take... They can just be the glasses part, and then we can put it on with some string or something. Uh, some rope. <laughs> some heavy, I have heavy jeweler's tools. I could fabricate <laughs> something around them. You could be dazzle like, it. Well, jeweler's tools is like building a, a, a fine chain or something like that. Yeah. So I, I, I have imagine... Some, I still have that silk rope that we were making fun of in like the first couple of episodes of the, the podcast. Um, wow. We could tie it on with silk and rope so it doesn't do too much chafing, you know? <laughs> I think that's a great idea. I love that. It, so basically, he's going to have like two, what could be like eye patches, except they're mirrored glasses hung on by sil silken rope. For the moment until I can get some chain or something. I was more thinking, you know, those like really pretentious spectacles that are just held on the bridge of the nose and they don't actually yeah. have the arms. And then we have silk rope that goes around, you know, so. They're like swimming goggles. <laughs> like swimming goggles, exactly. <laughs> Swimming goggles for a dragon. <laughs> that's great. I love that. Okay. So you Glorious. that's done. Um, and now Pietra is um, it's a member of the party. Um, <laughs> Pietra, now you can see friends. Yes. And it is more beautiful than I ever imagined. And with that, we'll call the episode.